from WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Spencer Tritt, and this week we are joined by Chicago's Daydream Review. We'll hear their lush, psychedelic soundscapes with a live performance recorded here in Studio A. They played songs from their self-titled record released in 2021 and some brand new songs the band just put out. Frontman Elijah Montez will also join us to tell us more about the music of Daydream Review. Don't go anywhere. That is coming up this hour on Sessions from Studio A, right after these headlines from NPR. This is Sessions from Studio A, where we find the best artists from here in our region and beyond and bring their live performances to you, wherever you're listening in from. We are joined by Daydream Review, who bring their psychedelic sounds to Studio A this hour. Let's get right into their live set now with a brand new song that the band just released this past week. This is Dream Sequence number 29, performed live by Daydream Review.
You're hearing live original music from Daydream Review on sessions from Studio A. That last one was called Dazed. And before that, we heard Dream Sequence number 29, which is a brand new song from the band. It's also the B-side to this next single, Sensory Deprivation. This is Daydream Review, performing live on sessions from Studio A. Sessions from Studio A. 
You can find those new singles, Sensory Deprivation and Dream Sequence number 29, out now, streaming everywhere. After the break, we'll have more from their live set in Studio A, and we'll hear from my talk with songwriter Eli Montez. That's coming up this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. If you're just joining us, our guest is Daydream Review from Chicago. And in just a little bit, I'll talk with frontman Eli Montez more about their music. But first, let's get back to their live set recorded right here in Studio A. This is Daydream Review, performing live on Sessions from Studio A.
So I am here with Eli of Daydream Review, and thanks for coming out and playing in Studio A with us. Oh, our pleasure. And um, Eli, can you introduce yourself and everyone else in the band here today? Introduce the band for us. Yeah, for sure. My name is Eli Amontes. I um, am the sole songwriter of Daydream Review. However, when we play live, I obviously need quite a bit of help to bring these songs to life. Um, so when we're playing live, I tend to play um, rhythm guitar as well as some keys, um, and I obviously sing. Uh, my wife, who's here, uh, Caitlin Murphy, she plays auxiliary percussion and does harmony vocals. Um, and then rounding out the rest of the band, we have Manuel Miller-Perez um, on lead guitar. We have Adrian Pulitzer on bass. Uh, we have Martin Brableck on synthesizers, and we have Felipe Fiorini de Vesconcelos on drums. And so, as you mentioned there, you are the sole kind of chief songwriter of yeah. the band. So I'm curious how this works. You kind of write all the parts yourself um, and then bring them to the group. Is that correct? How does it work when you're yeah, when you're putting together a new song? That's correct. I mean, like, I've always written this way, but especially over the past two years with uh, COVID being a thing, um, basically, I will sit in a room and come up with some chords I like or a riff that I like um, and record it and basically start building a song around it. Um, and that process can be pretty quick or it can be pretty long. Um, the gist of it is, is that, you know, I kind of create a demo of it. And after reviewing it for a little bit, I will like either add a part or take it out or what have you. Um, and I'm I can play drums sometimes uh <laughs> and i do play drums on some of the songs so like i'm often one of the only like the only person on a track yeah um, so you record all the parts yourself yeah then. but sometimes i do uh bring in a more proficient drummer to round out the sound and kind of give it um that edge that i can't provide because it mm -hmm. is the weakest area of my own writing but after that's all accomplished we go or i go into the studio with uh I've only ever recorded in a studio with two different people. Um, my friend Michael McDonald, who previously ran Palette Sound in Chicago, now runs um, a studio called Bim Bum um, on the north side of Chicago. Um, and I've also recorded at um, Palisade, previously known as Decade, with my friend Derek Mull, who now lives in Brooklyn. But um, after that, you know, things get mixed and mastered. And then, I mean, sometimes I'll start showing the band a song before it's complete. But given the amount of time that I've had over the past two years and, you know, the lack of live music, I really came to them with like, hey, here are like 15 to 20 songs that we can mm -hmm. learn and we can like start learning them slowly and we can cut some out and like basically have a really rounded opportunity to um, play a, a diverse set of songs that doesn't repeat every show that we play. Mm. Kind of going off that, do the songs evolve and change when you take them to the other uh, members in the band or is it pretty much like you write the part and you're you kind of want it to be played like that no i'm definitely i'm not that prescriptive not at all okay. um you know i mean like the the thing that i'm that i am pretty prescriptive about is is structure we can but like with structure it's you know it's like let's say we have part a and part b and they're recorded a particular way you know, you can then take part B and extend it for however long, or you can shorten yeah. it and kind of like chop it up and change it that way. But in terms of how the songs are played and the recording versus how they're played when we're on stage, it's two totally different things. Because I think that's one of the pleasures of live music is that, you know, you have the opportunity to change and sculpt sound in a different way than when you're in the studio there's like they're just two different environments and they can't really i mean they they obviously have some overlap but um not a ton which is can be very freeing there's a song that we released on our ep that came out this past october um called days and that song has been like it, it has existed in one form or another for four, five years, something like that, yeah. Um, so it's it's the oldest song, it's like Daydream Review wasn't even a, the, the project that I had started writing that song for. Oh, the name was different at Totally the time. different, I'm not gonna mention it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving anyone any hints. And then Montage was the first song that I wrote as Daydream Review. 
So that was the first one that I was like, okay, this is going to be a different project that's going to have a different sound. I'm going to approach things a little differently. That's kind of what I've ran with for this project. Montage. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about Montage. It's been such a long time since I've written that song. We've, <laughs> yeah. It's been like a mainstay in the set because, like I said, it was the first song I wrote as Daydream of You. So it's kind of like, to me, indicative of the band or like the project. Yeah, um, this is like the song that set the tone. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was it was written roughly, what, a couple of months before we moved to Chicago. Um, so it kind of has reflections of that in it, I think, just kind of like preparing for a change and being excited about it. Um, and then at the same time, I think it's also influenced a lot by, you know, music that my wife and I listen to a lot, like that changes with the seasons, but in particular, like Donovan uh, wrote so many uh, really great psychedelic songs. Like the, the language in it was trying to evoke that kind of, uh, it was intentionally trying to like zero in on that psychedelic imagery and what it means to experience that. Daydream Review, performing live on sessions from Studio A. This hour, 
Once again, you can find their music streaming everywhere on all the normal streaming services and available for purchase over on Bandcamp. Also, be sure to follow the band on Instagram and Facebook at Daydream Review to keep up with more news and music from them. Stick around, we'll be right back with more music and conversation with Daydream Review coming up on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A with Daydream Review. Let's get right back into their live set recorded here in WNIJ's Studio A. This one's called Eventually. It's Daydream Review performing live.
when did you start getting into kind of psychedelic rock and this psychedelia sound of of the band? I mean, historically, I've always really liked that music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even being a teenager and listening to stuff like the Beatles and the Beach Boys and um, Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that, and using that as kind of a kind of an indicator of where I would like to go. I, you know, I didn't always write music like that, but after like a few years of writing there became like um it became more natural to me to play in that style and you know when you the other component of it is um when you start writing stuff with like a an array of guitar pedals for instance you find these really interesting textures and that that don't exist in a lot of other music you know maybe they exist in like dream pop or shoegaze but a lot of genre stuff will you know not have that kind of intensive layering of like one particular instrument because a lot of it like there's there's definitely at least a couple of songs that I've written where it's just like here's six guitar parts kind of like meshed together (laughs) um so I think it's it's a process of like figuring out like how you like to play and like what kind of genre that lends itself toward Mm -hmm. um and then once you have that kind of dialed in you can start expanding on it and bring in other influences and stuff. How did you first start getting into music and songwriting in the first place? Um, I grew up in a family of musicians, really. I mean, um, my grandfather on my dad's side was in a uh, Tejano band. Uh, He played bass. Um, My uncle on my dad's side, I guess it's really on my dad's side, but those are the people that I grew up around. Um, He was... Um, an electronic musician, so he was always playing keys and wor- working with stuff like that, writing house music in the 90s and stuff. Cool. Um, he was also a really amazing guitarist. And it was when I first started learning the guitar, he, you know, picked up the guitar that uh, my brother was using and, um, like, learned a, a song by ear. I forget exactly what song it was, but it was really cool to see someone who had that much skill kind of use it in a way that was eye opening to me. But um, that that was really like the beginning of it, I suppose. Um, I started learning the bass myself. That was my first instrument uh, when I was about 11, 12. Um, so after that, I started learning the guitar. And the only classes that I've ever taken for anything uh, performance-wise was um, I took a semester of um, Spanish or flamenco guitar when oh, I was yeah. in high school. Um, and I actually auditioned with my bass, which was funny. I think that's the only reason I got it is because I was using my fingers when I was playing for this professor, and you have to use your fingers when you're playing a nylon string. Or I guess you don't have to, but um, you know when you're taking a class and you're learning the yeah. rudiments of it all. And so from there, I, you know, I didn't really start writing songs for quite a while because um, I wanted to feel a little bit more proficient, and I, it took until I was like in my mid-20s to really start experimenting. And by that time... I had uh, started teaching myself how to play the keyboard and piano and stuff like that. I wouldn't say I'm a, a fantastic keyboard player, but synthesizers can offer you a whole wide world of making it seem like you know what you're doing. <laughs> you are uh, going to be on tour, so you have some upcoming shows. Um, where, where are you going through on tour? We have finished a tour in May. Um, and we went down to um, Texas. We went through New Orleans, Birmingham, and Nashville. And we'll be kind of taking a pause, I think, for, for June and July, actually. But we do have a, a second tour planned for August. Um, and we're planning on going out to the East Coast. There's a couple of dates still left to fill. Um, but we have Grand Rapids, Detroit, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and then Brooklyn then like kind of like a loop down to Baltimore and then through Columbus, Ohio, and then home. And where can people keep up with you and find more about these larger plans coming up? Um, I'm a very visual person, so if you want to follow us on Instagram, that would be fantastic. We post a lot of different updates there. We share things to Facebook. Uh, I hate Twitter, but we do have one, so you can (laughs) follow us on Twitter. And then you can also follow us on Bandcamp. Um... I don't like Spotify, but you can follow us on Spotify because that's where all the talent buyers look to see if you have the numbers to play their venue. 
So please follow us on Spotify. Um, Bandcamp, if you want to actually keep up with yeah. like all of the the music and merch that we post, because everything goes through Bandcamp. That's the the probably the best one to do. Daydream review. Thank you so much for coming out and Our playing pleasure. in Studio A. Thanks for having us.
Daydream Review, closing out their live set and our show this week with that original song, Blossom. You can find that on their self-titled record, which is out on all the usual streaming services and also available for purchase, along with some merch from the band over on daydreamreview.bandcamp. You can also find those new singles from them on there. Also follow them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with news and some of those upcoming tour dates. A huge thanks to Daydream Review for joining us on sessions from Studio A this hour. If you are a local artist interested in being featured on our show, send us in a submission at sessions at niu.edu. We'd love to hear from you. Sessions from Studio A is produced at WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University by yours truly, along with Jared Ortega and Chris Kenny. I'm Spencer Tritt. Thanks for joining me this week, and I'll see you next time on another edition of Sessions from Studio A.